like it was just a whole lot of stress and I didn't anticipate how my mental health was going to be impacted and I just didn't feel I was going to get that push for the stage like I wanted I I knew I was already going to be behind and yeah I just it wasn't worth it to me at that point you know and and you got to be honest with yourself sometimes I don't think that's I think that's really self-care in the long term bright and early. Good hello. morning. Hi. Um, hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 27, right, of the Overall Package podcast. Um, today, we're talking about self-care, caring for your mind um, as a bodybuilder, off-season prep and life, and just self-care in general for anyone that needs to care for themselves. <laughs> Pretty much all of us. Maybe all of us. <laughs> yeah. Um, how are you guys doing on this fine morning? It's early. <laughs> it is so early for us. Yeah. I had before work recording because our schedules got all messed up this week. Because of a power outage. Oh, yeah. I know. That was all me. My power went out. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it was crazy. There, there was a crazy storm and my power was out for hours. It was freezing in here. Mm-hmm. But yeah, because I have shit service at my house as well. So welcome to the island. <laughs> yeah. I never realized before moving here, like how crazy the windstorms are. It's mental. Yeah, it's actually true. I remember that. Yeah. Mother nature's scary here. Um, but we don't get hurricanes, so there's that. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. So, what are you guys up to this morning? I went to the gym, but didn't have time to do all my cardio, so I just walked on the treadmill for 15 minutes and left. But I'm like, I got a check mark for going. I'm happy that you're doing your cardio again. I'm sure that's like incredible for your mental health. Yeah, I, I'm trying. I'm definitely trying. Does cardio count as self-care? I don't know. It might. Yes. I think it does. I think yes, it, it does. Because, you know, if you start to cry, then uh, people just think you're sweating. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You're working really hard. Because, like, I don't know about you guys, but, like, I physically can't cry in the shower. Like, I oh, yeah. actually can't. Like, I can be, this- like, sobbing. Hmm? that's how we thought of this topic right was like we brought up crying in the shower <laughs> talk about that. yeah so I can cry during cardio I know that I've done it before so <laughs> Allison and I were like crying in the shower is the best place to cry what the hell <laughs> oh no like I know it, <clears throat> I can't cry in the shower either like I get weirded out by the fact that like you don't feel your tears and I can't tell if I'm actually crying like I know that I would be based on like how devastated I am like uh, but like you can't feel the tears because you're in the water so then you just feel like you're putting in all this effort and nothing's happening and then I just picture myself like like it just feels like I'm fake crying like because I don't know like it's just my body like physically doesn't cry 
in the shower. Like I could be crying and then I'll get in the shower and it just stops. <laughs> like I'm like, maybe okay, I guess like, I'm done. Maybe that's like some weird, like instinctual comfort thing being in warm water. Yeah, the shower is crying for you. It's nice actually. <laughs> yeah. But I like it. I don't know. It it's works like out. you're back in the womb, like you're back in your warm water, like you're in a safe space. Oh my God. It's a good thought. It's a good thought. I, I respect yeah. that. Yeah, it yeah. Could be. so yes maybe not crying in the shower for self-care but um anything okay. off the top of your guys heads for self-care <laughs> we started off really strong god i love it but anything that you guys really prioritize for your self-care just one thing off the top of your head mm. i would just have to say like in general it would be just this lifestyle because even when I don't have like everything in order in my personal life, I know that I have control over my own lifestyle. So I would just say like in general, it would just be like eating properly and and making sure that I stay on top of my training and stuff. Because when I don't do that, (laughs) it gets a little crazy. that's a good point because if I like I said sleep but I'm like yeah but that's only like one of the things because I feel like the same if I'm ensuring that I'm like going to bed on time and waking up on time so that I can do my training so that I'm rested for my training and that I have my healthy food in my fridge and I have my meals prepped and I get my water in like you're literally caring for yourself you know yeah but mm-hmm. if we're being a little bit more specific I would probably say is like my food is probably num- my number one thing because when I my food gets off if my blood sugar gets low I'm really prone to like instant anxiety which mm-hmm. then when I get anxious like I don't I'm not an overeater I've never been like a, an emotional eater I am an emotional starver So when I'm like have anxiety or like feel stressed or anything like that, like I won't eat, like I, I won't even think about it. And sometimes it'll be like days of just like not eating. Mm. So I think like if we're being more specific, like number one would have to be like the way that I care most about myself is like feeding myself, like period. (laughs) Yeah, that's important. Oh my gosh. Yeah. What about you, Gabby? I can hear you. Um, yeah, I I think if I'm gonna have like the right answer and for myself, and I'm being transparent, is I have to do the hard shit, <laughs> and usually that's whatever I'm trying to put off or what's actually stressing me out is just actually face it and get it done, because there's no amount of other pleasantries I can do for myself that makes me really feel better if that thing's still like lingering in the back of my mind you know what I mean yeah that's a good point I know there's some things that you know might be stressors that we actually can't just get done like it's not always possible to complete it but at least take a tiny bit of time every day to work towards that thing helps me a lot just so I feel like I'm making progress and not just leaving it and yeah I'm distracting myself from it but you know I also love a good like face mask right yeah <laughs> it was both ways 
That's a really good point, actually. Because I'm a I'm a procrastinator too. So if I just like don't do the hard shit, I'll just leave it and leave it and leave it. And then it builds up and creates anxiety. And then yeah, you're always kind of thinking about it. And it's just like, you're right. It's such a good thing just to like do things right away instead of letting them linger. I like that. I like that. It's, it's not always possible, but I notice I notice something's getting off when it stops me from sleeping properly because I am very lucky. I'm a very deep sleeper usually, and I love my sleep. And as soon as I notice I'm up, I don't know, like three, 4 a.m., just like a little bit wired. I'm thinking about things. I'm like, okay, I probably need to deal with this. I'm not, <laughs> I need to take care of this if I'm not sleeping enough. So yeah, yeah that's pretty much my number one clue that I need to do a little more, a little more attention to myself or whatever my needs are. Nice. Yeah. Oh, I think a big one for me with self-care is taking things off of my plate, like mm. doing less. Um, <laughs> Preach. And, and like trying to meet the expectations of others less. And it's it's funny because like you could say like, oh, well, just don't care what other people think. And it's not really about that when I say like expectations of others. It's It's not like one specific person is expecting something from me and I feel like I have to fulfill it from them but it's just you know doing a good job at work and being a good daughter and calling your parents on time like or you know and in talking to them or like and making sure that you spend time with your friends and making sure you go to the gym and you know like all of these things that you have in your life and not wanting to say no when somebody invites you you know over for lunch or it's just, man, like, I don't know. I think for me, like sometimes to care for myself, I have to just be a little bit more selfish with my time and just Mm -hmm. say like no to things. Um, That's a really good point too. Yeah. That's really hitting me right now. Like, cause you could, I could be as busy as I am right now and then try to squeeze in a bath. Like it's just, just one more thing I'm trying to do in a day. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, or buy myself a face mask or sit and read a book. And I'm like, okay, but if my day is so full that I can barely think like sitting and reading a book, like I'm not, it's not going to be productive for me. I'm just going to be like thinking about all the things I have to do while I'm also trying to fit in like an hour of reading. Like, I think for me, like, I just don't have to feel like I how do I explain this like if I don't have all these things on my plate and I'm just like enjoying everything that I do in my life like I don't feel like I need to take away self-care time Mm -hmm. I just feel like I already am taking care of myself if like if I set up my life to do so 100% that does make sense yeah Yeah. usually most of us know um, I always kind of bring it back to when I was a server I there's a certain number of tables that you can serve and it's going really well you can handle everything remember everything everyone's happy and then there's just one more table you get and suddenly your rhythm is thrown and I don't know did you guys work as servers I'm like I did yeah yeah it's relatable right yeah yeah so it just you get overloaded just sometimes with that one extra thing and you don't even in serving obviously it's another table or another guest or another something but in life sometimes you don't know what that extra thing is that's too much (laughs) 
but you just feel it. You feel like, oh my gosh, my rhythm is off right now. And so that's where I agree with Allison, like doing all those, what are so-called like good self-care things, they might not actually be a benefit to you. They might be, you're sitting there trying to read and all you can think about is how am I ever going to get this done? Right. That's not really self-care anymore. Yeah. Cause it's also too like self-care, like a lot of people I find, especially with social media and stuff like that, we've really kind of sugar-coated self-care and we've kind of created it into this thing like, oh, just do a face mask or do skincare or this and that. Like, I feel like that's just kind of like surface level things. So when we're really talking about self-care, you know, I feel like you have to kind of dig a little bit deeper and really find the root of like what's really causing you stress and kind of navigate around that rather than just kind of like, I'm going to throw a face mask on top of this. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I like what Allison said, because you're kind of saying that in a different way, like, I'm just going to get rid of all this surface stuff and really just like prioritize my time and that's going to like make you feel better. Right. Not just adding more shit onto your plate to try to mask it you know I get that mask it I see what you did there (laughs) I didn't even mean to do that (laughs) um if you know what though like those things do help like we literally talked about self-care earlier this week too because I went and got my Botox done for example and it's been like weighing on my mind that I wanted to go do it for a long time like because I just don't like all my forehead frowning lines and everything so like I really wanted to do it and then I made the time to go do it so it's and I'm gonna get my hair done on Friday and like those are other aspects of caring for yourself too like making yourself feel good and honestly yeah like a bath and like a face mask sounds so nice right now but I do not have time for it today like exactly so it would stress you out right so that's where I'm coming at yeah like yeah, those things are great. And I agree. Like, I just went and got my lips done because it's something that like, it matters to me and stuff like that. So I totally understand that. Yeah. But if it's going to add more stress, like, don't think that that's the only way of self-care. No. It's like add stress onto your day. Yeah. But if they are things that you enjoy, like if it does bring you peace, like how peaceful does it sound to have a life where you can have a bath every evening if you wanted, because you have the time. Or you do like wake up early enough and seem to have like an organized sleep schedule enough that you can wake up and like have a skincare routine every morning and every night. Like those things. Um, <laughs> you know yeah, what? I, like, I do do that actually. And that yeah, is, right? is something that I do for myself. It's just part of my routine now, but. That's exactly it. That's where, that's where I was kind of going with this. Like those things, like that is part of you caring for yourself on a daily basis. Like, yeah. Um, even like a super simple nighttime routine. Um, like when I stay at my boyfriend's house, I don't have my full setup of like all of my face creams and this, that, and the other, but I'm like, I've got my face wash. I've got my face lotion. I brush my teeth. I brush my hair. Like I still do like a nighttime routine, um, and go to bed at the same time, like every night. And so that, that is part of it too. So like those, like all of those things, like bubble bath, face mask, reading a book, taking a nap, like those things are self-care, but it's not just reading the book that is the self-care. It's not just the face mask. It's the self-care. It's caring for yourself enough to like make the space for those things in your life 
because you know that they're good for you. Yeah, that so makes sense. In terms of like prep, what are some things that you guys do before prep? Like, is there anything that you guys make sure that are in check before you start even prepping? Yeah, I just tell everyone that I'm going to say no to everything they ask of me. <laughs> the next three months. So relatable. Yeah. <laughs> oh, parties? No. Barbecue? No. Not because of the food. Oh, you want me to go volunteer this? No. <laughs> I just, you just don't have time. Tired. Yeah, I... I, I get that to an extent, you know, I think we all still do a few things in prep and oh, yeah. still present when we can, but I think it's great to let your loved ones and coworkers and people know that your life is going to be changing drastically because I mean, not for everyone. Some people are living the prep life year around basically, but I'm not. Um, I'm the first to admit it. My off season's very much more flexible. So I do try and let everyone know because I mean, the first time I prepped, I wish I'd knew what I was in for because I think I was a little bit short with a few of my coworkers. Yeah. <laughs> and they might not have understood why my weight dropped so fast and I didn't understand it either. So there it's it went from both sides. But now that you know, we all know what's going to happen and what to expect of ourselves and how prep goes, we yeah, we can let everyone know. I think that's in a huge form of self-care, right? Because even if we don't really we're not doing it for others, but others are affected by our choices, right? So we have to, yeah, just at least give them some heads up as to why maybe, you know, some days we will be more tired and other days we definitely can't say yes to even having one croissant out, right? So I think that matters. Yeah. I just got distracted by the fact that you said croissant. Croissant. Why am I thinking about those? I don't know. Maybe because I've been in prep, right? Just kidding. Yeah, right. Yeah, you're like the one prepper in the group right now. So yeah, I see my face is getting. No, I'm in prep now. You are officially. Well, yeah. I thought June first. Why am I thinking June first? I don't know. I'm just. I just want. I don't know. Maybe I talked about June first. I just okay. So how many weeks out? Head, like... You know how many weeks out you are. Yeah, 23 and a half or something. I am. Okay. I know. We're both Yeah. I'm just going to stay fat. <laughs> no, you're not. Like, um, I don't think I've ever seen you at that level, Ash. Come on. <laughs> no, never. Jeez. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, I think, like, before I start prepping, I make sure that, like, my mind is healthy because if I'm kind of like trying to use prep as like a mask of like maybe what's and this is okay to do too sometimes but if just me personally if I'm using prep too much to fix something in my life or I'm trying to like just do it because I feel like maybe something else isn't going my way and I know I can control prep or you know something like that um, I try to make sure that I'm going into it with like the right intentions. So that's something that I do mm -hmm. for myself too, because I, obviously we all know once we get into prep, it's fucking hard and like your mind can play tricks on you. So I feel if my mind isn't like healthy and like in a good mindset before I start prep, then like I don't, I just don't start prep. <laughs> yeah. 
I, I, I agree with that. I, and that's why I stopped my last prep last year, right. Is because suddenly we had a new addition to our family and like, it was just a whole lot of stress and I didn't anticipate how my mental health was going to be impacted. And I just didn't feel I was going to get that push for the stage. Like I wanted, I, I knew I was already going to be behind and yeah, I just, it wasn't worth it to me at that point, you know? And and you got to be honest with yourself sometimes. I don't think that's, I think that's really self-care in the long term. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, you've got to look at the really big picture, really big picture of life sometimes when you um, want to start a prep, like take a huge step back and be like, okay, like I just moved to a new house and not everything is unpacked yet. And I'm starting a new job in a month, but I'll just start prep anyway, because I really want to do this show in, you know, in, a, in four months from now. And it's like, that is so much on your plate. Like you, you've really got to make sure that your life is in a good position to prep. Like, for example, I don't really have anything on my plate major right now. Um, like I started a new job three months ago, so I'm kind of settling into that. And it's, been really 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 hard actually and so yes I'm starting prep but like let's just say for some reason I decide that I want to like switch to a different firm or I don't want to do that job anymore like that's something I'd be like halfway through prep and all of a sudden having to start a new job like I would probably have to not prep anymore so that's so when I say like yeah I'm prepping right now but we'll see what happens and everyone's like oh no you'll get there and I'm like okay but I'm also not going to prep through like changing a job if that if that's what ends up happening um but yeah like if I don't switch my you know switch to a different firm or um anything like that like I just I don't really have anything major coming up between now and my show like no big trips planned nothing outside of like a couple hiking hiking trips or camping trips over the summer but it's like just going to be working and saving money and training and just living my regular everyday normal life and that's kind of what what you need to be like Mm -hmm. setting yourself up for yeah and I think that's how it should be for amateur athletes like us right if you're a pro I think I believe your life should be a lot more dedicated to it year-round probably and I think if you're a pro that wants to go to the Olympia you should really manage your, you know, your work in the rest of your life and scheduling for that goal, because I don't even think there's a chance. I think there's, it's hard to even make that happen, right? Like you want, you have to give everything you really do. And sometimes that includes, you know, if you have a major life change, you still have to prep through it and put your mental health and everything else on the back burner because of that goal. Right. So I think for us, it's nice that we still have that flexibility of saying, oh, well, look, a major life change happened. I can just do a different show, right? I know it's, 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 it's different. I don't know. Maybe I'm speaking for myself here and other athletes, maybe you don't feel that way. And I respect that too, but I just think that there is a lot more flexibility as an amateur still, and we should take advantage of that to support our mental health, to support everything else in our life, because this isn't our full-time job. I also think it's a pro too, if it's not your full-time job, like there are some pros who like, I mean, obviously the top athletes, right? Like that is their full-time job, mm-hmm. but even like Jessica Wilson, she got like ninth or 
10th or something at the Olympia the last couple of years. And she's a vet and that's her full-time job. Like, or like, you know, you got like people like Eureka, she's a full-time nurse and she was prepping for the Olympia working full-time. Yeah. 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 Like, I think that that applies to everyone to like mm -hmm. ensure that you're, you're setting yourself up for success. Like that is caring for yourself. Like if you are knowingly putting so much on your plate that your life is going to fall apart, you know, and a lot of times people get so wrapped up in each situation. And you like, I know, know I did. From, <clears throat> yeah. And like, you know what, from like a different perspective too, is it, if you're like the type of person that maybe you do have a lot of chaos going on and like, maybe you know, maybe it's, like, a lot of, like, whirlwind shit around you, and maybe prep is the one thing that, like, brings you back down and grounds you and gives you a purpose and mm -hmm. makes you feel like you have a reason for yourself to wake up every single day, then if you're, like, doing it for those purposes, even though you have a lot of shit going on, I think that's another form that you can, like, say, like, I'm caring for myself in this sense because you're doing that one thing for yourself, um, but it's going to be person-to-person -person case, right? Mm -hmm. Like, everyone's going to be different so and each yeah. situation is different too right so you just kind of have to know yourself <laughs> and don't let yourself get overwhelmed by the choices you make right mm -hmm. I agree yeah I remember like when I first started bodybuilding my first couple seasons I treated every bad thing that had gone on or every stressful thing as like as like individual isolated incidents. I remember I'd be in prep and something would happen and my reaction to it would be far greater than I think it would have been if I weren't in prep because I mm -hmm. had so much on my plate already. Like I'm already trying to train six days a week, doing cardio and training every day. Um, and, you know, trying to manage work and this and that. And, and you're hungry and you have to prep every single bite of food that you eat every single day and stuff. So like something stressful would happen when I was in prep and I would just be like, oh, well, it's because blah, blah, blah. And I would, and it's because, you know, I have to deal with my car breaking down or it's because I have to deal with this or because I have to deal with that. And I always treated it like an isolated incident. And then I like take a giant step back now years later and look back and be like, okay, actually like the major stress of it all just came because I was in prep and because it is such a stressful time. Mm -hmm. So now I'm able to like take a huge step back and like, yeah, look at, at it from like a macro perspective and recognize that like prep literally just does make your life more stressful. Um, you it can, can for sure. So, I like, I've cried because I couldn't yeah. get a fucking parking spot before, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like at the end of prep, like you are not rational. And so that is why I say like, you really should set yourself up for a successful prep by not trying to start a new job or not trying to move to a new city or, you know, all the other things. Like I, I, I literally will get people come to me looking for prep coaching and being like, Oh, I'm, me and my boyfriend just broke up and I'm moving into my own place um, and I'm starting a new job. And so I just really want to do a prep because, um, 
you know, I just feel like it's a fresh start and it's like all for me. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like you have to move and deal with a breakup and start a new job and perform well at it. And you want to be like dieting and spending thousands of dollars and thousands of hours like on a show. And I just always want to say like, please reconsider to, you know, spend a few months settling and yeah. then start prepping. Yeah. So I think that's, yeah, I think for me, that would be the biggest like free prep self-care. Yeah. And I'm even kind of processing it all right now to like what self-care looks like for me in this current time in my life, this current prep, because yeah, I went from basically 11 weeks off everything because I was recovering from surgery to a 40 plus hour work week with clients, like a lot of clients in a row. And I know if anyone else is like full-time personal training, you can relate. It's a lot. And yeah, there's some days where I've had to put my prep on the back burner, not in the sense of not staying to my diet, that that I'm still making sure happens, but training less than I've trained in many years. So only like three times a week, I'm seeing progress, but there's always that thing in the back of my head that says, you could be doing more. You should be doing more if you want to succeed at this prep. And so it's kind of that trade-off. It looks like I'm probably going to have to make a decision and drop a few hours or drop a few clients just so I can get through this prep and do it in a way that's healthy for me and not burning me out. That makes sense. Don't know if you guys have done that to yourselves with jobs and prep, but I think it's a tough decision to make, but it's, if you do love this lifestyle and want to prep, you have to make it. I want that so bad. I wish that I could just reduce my hours at my job. I did that. I did that my last prep. Yeah. There was, there was a a few factors that went into me going down to part-time. It wasn't just prep, but prep was one of the factors. And, um, yeah, I did make that decision. Obviously it's a pay cut. (laughs) Yeah. You gotta be prepared for that, but my mental health was so much better. So I can really respect that. And being self-aware enough to know what you need in that time is, you know, it's really good too. So yeah, it's it's tough more in the sense of either having really fairly early mornings to start or pretty late evenings. And that in, um, in a prep schedule can make things very difficult to get your meals in. If you only have five minutes between clients, like I, I think I could do the the same amount of hours if it was a little bit more, you know, I still could do the things I need to, to make my prep successful, like eat a proper meal within an eight hours time span, which I can't really do right now. It's more like take a few bites and then run. And Mm. yeah, I noticed that it's not, that doesn't feel good to me overall. I'm hungry and I'm stepping in food at hours that I don't really want to be so yeah I think I understand like obviously it's not realistic and some people work 12 hours like Ash was saying Eureka as a nurse there's probably other nurses that work 12 hours probably maybe get more of a break but I know that's not always the case in healthcare sometimes you don't get breaks so I'm not saying this as complaining poor me because I chose this but I'm also choosing to maybe step back a little bit because I want to succeed in my prep I'm in the same spot I have like, I just started my prep and already I've had to skip a workout this week because I have so much on my plate. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, well I need to change like this. I need to fix this now. When I say yeah. I'm in prep, like, yeah, I'm 24 weeks out. So like 
really the real hard grind of prep I feel like is like 12 weeks out onward so I'm really just pre-prepping for like 12 weeks here to decide if I'm going to do the show and see if it's going to like fit into my life and if my physique is where I want and stuff but like I know that I need to start making big decisions now because sometimes they take a long time too like that's just it you can't just say well I have so much on my plate so when I start prep I'm going to do less hours or I'm gonna not do this or not do that like I know that these I know that me changing my life to make prep like ideal can is gonna take a few weeks like Mm -hmm. of planning and settling and getting used to and um yeah yeah because when you start oh sorry you like Gabby you can't just like drop your hours tomorrow no like you have to like talk to your employers about it and talk to your clients about it and like you know what I mean like it's yeah and none of these decisions happen instantly right and yeah that's why it's I agree with you like if you if you feel something just even an inkling of oh I can see where this is going to be in a few months because I know once you're dieting down more you're going to feel different in, in your mind your body your emotional state then it's best to plan early for it mm-hmm. I think that is truly being you know attentive to yourself and choosing yourself I agree yeah like I just want to like that's why I think I want to try and do morning workouts so that I can wake up really early get all of my training and cardio done even if that means waking up at five god that sounds terrible but it's I mean not so bad once you get in the I know the like once you get used to it because I've gone to the gym the last couple mornings I'm like oh, this is fine and then it's I'm easier I know and then I get my my evenings free and like that's an expectation that like my boyfriend love him dearly but like he really likes like cooking dinner together every night and like watching a show or hanging out and I'm like oh I wouldn't do this like in my own life I would like just have a tub of like rice cooked and like a tray of chicken that I'd cooked and grab some vegetables and put it in the microwave and like eat way later at night and like train in the evening and like I don't watch tv anyway so I'm like okay well if I want this relationship to work and I've been really really enjoying cooking dinner together every night and it's really nice and we sit down and we like have a nice evening and I'm like well maybe that's not such a bad thing to try and work into my life but also it might come to a point in prep where like like look you're on your own I'm gonna eat my tub chicken so yeah and that's even use that as like your little form of self-care you know you're like making time to spend with your partner whether you do or not right it's more important to me like this relationship is really important to me so I'm like okay that's something I want to like you know make time for and make a priority for like it's uh, it's yeah I think there's nothing wrong with that. If you someone is in your life and your routines change a little bit, it can actually be really good for your mind, you know, opening your mind to new ways of living. But yeah. then again, in certain points of prep, things have to be done just by the book. Yeah, and I know. And person I understands, right? Hopefully yeah. everyone in your life understands as much as possible. And the thing is, too, is that like it will be like he's in school right now um mm-hmm. I'm like okay perfect because the last month of prep is his first month of school in September so I'm like okay good you'll be busy anyway <laughs> sometimes it's like that we're just yes, take five classes not four I really think you should just get it done 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. Sometimes yeah. I'm happy if everyone else is busy yeah. too. But actually, oh, wow. like to be honest, like starting my new job in January and starting my new relationship in January, like those were two reasons I didn't start prep in January too. Like even outside of my ankle break, because I I did want to start a bit earlier and I did want to push it even with my ankle healing and stuff. But th- those were other factors. I was like, no, like I really need to make sure that I'm mentally 100% there for my job. And also like, I really like the start of this relationship and I want to be able to be present for it and like, you know, establish what the relationship looks like. Cause it's different with everyone. Like every relationship you have is different. Right. So yeah. I'm actually really glad I took that time. And now I can set up a prep to make sure that both of those things are successful, you know, so. I love that. And I love that for you. <laughs> I think one of, um, cause we all put some question boxes about oh, what yeah. other people do for self-care. We can chat about some of those. Totally. A lot of them are probably fairly repetitive. I'm not sure. But one that really stood out to me was um, one of my, our friends, Karen, she, she mentioned about, you know, going for those walks early in the morning. And I, agree wholeheartedly like if your self-care is something that aligns with your prep goal that's a really good time to like implement that self-care extra so I'm kind of the same way like if I have cardio to do sometimes going inside on a treadmill or stairs is not gonna feel great to me so I try and get outside because I know I feel so much better breathing in the fresh air I'm inside the gym too many hours a day anyways oh yeah you were walking in the pouring rain the other day yeah I that was not intentional but it was interesting (laughs) (laughs) worked walked through a storm basically (laughs) but yeah I just yeah I just I think that's great if you can turn your self-care into something that directly gets you to your prep goals too that what could be better right yeah I do agree with that um I got a really good one clean your house and purge your belongings Ooh, I love doing that love love there's nothing that I love more than purging my belongings (laughs) but I'm a purger too so I love that feels good like I'm like every time I turn around I'm like why do I have so much stuff No. That was still my favorite when Ash brought like two huge garbage bags full of her clothes and she's like, just take them. <laughs> and I do that honestly like every fucking month. <laughs> you can bring more stuff to the next time we meet. Yeah, you have cute stuff. We we loved it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have really- another garbage bag for you guys. Oh, Yay. perfect. Um, I've got a couple other, like a couple of them said sleep. And I'm like, yeah. And we kind of mm-hmm. talked about that, like really like setting up your schedule to ensure that you're, you know, have time to sleep, to work out, to work. Like, yes. And if you notice your sleep is getting off, that's probably signs some other things are off in your life. Like, I mean that with all, all of my heart. Yeah. Yeah. Um, actually, we did get good skincare routine, but I'm like quite a bit too. But I'm actually glad we talked about the fact that it's not the face lotion that's self-care it's the taking the time for yourself to do it and Mm -hmm. making it a part of your day so yeah um did you get any other good ones I got a funny one funny one please put Jean put add to cart (laughs) (laughs) that's not self-care well it can be but like 
Okay, I sometimes it counts. Yeah, you know what? Actually, I am an emotional shopper. (laughs) Yes, you are. Yes, you are. But I like to shop. Like even the other day, I had some like shitty stuff going on, and the first thing I thought was like, I gotta get to the mall. (laughs) Yeah, I gotta go. It's okay. You've been hustling. You've been working lots. Treat yeah. yourself. <laughs> oh my God. I have exciting news. Speaking of self-care and buying things, my sister just sent me like a screenshot of her. She's like, I bought a bunch of new dresses and swimsuits and stuff. And then she sent me a big screenshot and I was, anyway, it made me want to go buy dresses and swimsuits. But um, she just lost 55 pounds over the last like six, seven months. Oh wow. my gosh. So Congrats. proud of her. Like, she is just and she's a different person inside and out like ah like it's just uh, seriously like I look at her and I'm like oh my god this is like the you that like was always meant to be you you know it makes me so happy and so she like going out and is like buying herself some nice things and I'm like yeah that is self-care because she spent years like not really wanting too because she didn't feel very good about herself you know Mm -hmm. like you know like you're allowed to take the time to like look cute too that's the thing too she's like well I just want to do my hair and makeup every day because I just feel so good every day and I just like like yes you should like that's something that I like to do too is to like actually put on some cute clothes and like put on makeup and you know do my hair like Ash you've been doing your hair and makeup to get ready for the day while we're sitting <laughs> yeah. here on the podcast and I'm like I literally thought I was like I should do that and I was like wait I work from home but like yeah, yeah but like, I don't I have to leave my house I would be doing this oh yeah but I do like really enjoy I don't know not emotional shopping but also like putting nice clothes on my body and like mm-hmm. taking the time to look put together like it makes a huge difference for me yeah my mom always told me she's like it's not about what people think about you it's the way you present yourself because when you present yourself a certain way you feel good and you exert that energy out into the universe like you're presenting not just a physical self but like you're presenting an energy and when you walk into a room you got your shoulders slumped and you're not confident you don't like what you're wearing you don't like how you feel like you're not going to be putting off this like confident bright energy right and when you're not putting off that energy you're not going to get that in return so I think it's really important to like feel good about the way that you're presenting yourself literally gonna have a shower after this and just wake up and feel fresh (laughs) I saw a funny like reel yesterday where this this girl sitting there she has like makeup under her eyes and she's like when it's day four without a shower and you're wondering why you're so depressed and then it like <laughs> comes to her like getting out of the shower and it's got this like glowing sparkling and she's like you realize you can just wash your depression away <laughs> like literally Fucks. yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know I just I feel like now that I'm kind of gearing up for prep and getting back in like prep mode I'm like oh okay like I'm in gym clothes all of the time now I'm always in like going yeah from one gym outfit to another and I'm never taking the time to like put on my cute clothes and okay I've got to like make efforts for that me too times a hundred because I'm working wearing gym clothes and then I 
just change my gym clothes to train and then yeah. I come home when I'm wearing comfy clothes. But yeah, I, I and I spent years like even like a modern night, we both used to just dress pretty much in fitness wear all the time, not even like cute stuff, like <laughs> hoodies and sweat stuff. And the way we presented ourselves to the world and how we felt was such a, we were two different people compared to if we are, I'm not even saying we have great fashion sense now. We don't, but <laughs> at least a little more effort when we need to. And it just feels like, yeah, like you can walk into any room and not feel, yeah. you know, feel like people are, you think people are looking at you because you know, in yourself, you're not feeling confident. Yeah. Right. And it's like people maybe aren't even looking. People don't care that much, but that's all that's in your head. And Mm -hmm. if someone tries to talk to you, guess what? You're already feeling like you're being judged. So that's not going to be a really nice interaction, most likely. Yeah. I think it matters. It does matter. It does matter. It matters. Yeah. You're allowed to put effort into yourself because you care for yourself. Um, One last one that I got a couple of times was outdoor activities like sunrise walks which you kind of talked about runs hikes or hiking a couple times um that's a huge one spending time in nature like I really really think people need to spend more time in in nature it like literally brings you back to yourself yeah and it doesn't away from the online social media world like the expectations of like when I, whenever I go for a hike, like I'm always like, oh, I'm stressed about this and I'm stressed about that and I'm stressed about this and it's all I think about. And then I get out there and I literally just want to throw my phone off, off a cliff, off the cliff, like into the river. Like I just want to be like, I, off the mountain. Like I don't care about any of these things. Like why was I even caring about any of these things? Like they don't matter. And I think that it's really important to like detach yourself from the modern like built world and remember yes. that we come from the earth and it like it literally changes you when you go out there. So. I agree. And and I don't think that's us saying everyone has to be super hardcore. Like I know in the summer here, lots of us just want to go to our local rivers for the day and just lay down by the river. Right. And just finding the peace of hearing the water rushing or going to the beach and hearing the waves. Like you don't have to go be like full out. Like I'm not like that intense with hiking and stuff either, but I think that every one of us should spend a little more time in nature too. Yeah. Totally agree. What are you guys going to do to care for yourselves today, huh? I put lipstick on. You look very cared for. You look Yes, compared to both of us, Allison. We both need to shower and get clean. I'm off to shower and feel fresh. Yeah, I'm going to go drink my beautiful, beautiful cup of coffee because that is one of my greatest forms of self-care, even... I'll still go to the decaf when I'm taking caffeine breaks because I love how it tastes. Yeah, I'm going to do my morning routine. I'm going to read part of my book. I'm going to have a shower. I'm going to make my nice breakfast and I'm going to sit down and yeah. And, and like just do my little morning routine before I start my work day and just do a bit of like meditating and praying and just kind of set myself up mentally before I have to go start my crazy work day because I'm doing my three month review at work today. So you got this. this. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> we know you do. This is fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> yeah. 
the listeners probably don't know to the full extent that we all need this episode today. So yeah, yeah. if you guys are feeling like you needed it too, please, please show us some love. You can send us a comment or message. We're we're here for you. And we definitely want this to be a safe place to talk about self-care and all the things life brings. Yes. What she's trying to say is we're all falling apart. (laughs) (laughs) In one way or another, or in many ways. No, it's good. This was good. Thank you for everyone who gave their feedback and input as well. Yes. And thank you again for listening to another episode of Overall Package Podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Overall Package Podcast. And I am Astronaut Fit. I'm Allison Ann Fitness. And I'm Gabrielle Folietta. Bye. Bye.